0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of That One is Podcast. I'm your host, Annie, of course, and today's episode is all about screen time. So, I'm going to be talking about what is screen time because I feel like there's not really a point in this episode if I don't just reiterate and let you guys know what it actually is. There's no point you listening to this episode if you don't actually understand what I'm talking about half the time. Um, then I will, then I will be talking you through why you should. Re- reduce your screen time basically persuading you to listen on to this episode so you can find out how to reduce it which is the last and final like segment of this episode which and in which I'm going to be sharing with you um loads and loads of tips I have a huge long list of um how I like to do how I like to monitor and reduce my screen time personally and other things I found online while researching this episode so um yeah if you would like to support this podcast be sure to share with your friends tag me on instagram if you'd like to see a particular episode or dm me or anything like that that you want to do to support this podcast as it would help out a whole lot and anyways now on to my current favorites as usual um so um in terms of books i finished reading Cersei by madeline miller and i loved it so much i loved um everything about it to be honest i mean i had quite high expectations for this book anyway because I read The Song of Achilles and my favourite book. So I gave that five stars, of course. Um, so I will have quite a high expectation for this book, as I said. So I'll read you the blurb so you kind of get what it's all about, and then I'll go more into my opinions. So, in the house of Helios, God of the sun and mightiest of the titans, a daughter is born. Cersei is strange, not powerful and terrible like her father, nor gorgeous and mercenary like her mother, but she has a dark power of her own, witchcraft. When Cersei's gift threatens the gods, she is banished to the island of Aea, where she hones her occult craft, casting spells, gathering strange herbs and taming wild beasts. Yet a woman who says alone cannot live in peace for long, and among her island's guests is an unexpected visitor, the mortal Odysseus, for whom Cersei will risk everything. Cersei's tale is a vivid epic of family rivalry, love and loss, the inextinguishable song of a woman burning hot and bright in the darkness of a man's world. So that kind of says it all, but this book just talks about, obviously, Cersei, who's a goddess um, in Greek mythology, and she, um, I love her, like, femininity, and I love the fact that she, like, what this book actually focuses on, because Greek mythology is really, like, male-dominated, predominantly, like, at the forefront is all the men, the gods, as opposed to, like, the goddesses, and the nymphs, and the women mortals I guess so this book does put them at the center of the story as opposed to the gods which is what usually happens I've read quite a few books on Greek mythology based on like female empowerment and the female perspective I read A Thousand Ships which I absolutely loved and I'm actually planning on reading soon I've got it in my bookshelf I haven't got around to reading it yet The Silence of the Girls by Pat Barker which I assume is about the same thing um so yeah I'm looking forward to reading that book but um, in terms of Cersei I think I give it stars really close to five stars i think i'd say uh, yeah pretty much more or less five stars i'd give it um i absolutely loved it i loved um i was watching this youtube video actually um the other day and it was like um giving you book recommendations based on your favorite album and cersei was one of the book recommendations and it was for the album because i love you by lizzo and i totally understand that makes so much sense now that i think about it because this is all about Cersei being, like, um, a complete, like, badass. I absolutely love her. And, yeah, it's just that gives me such Lizzo vibes. And that album is linked so well with this book, even though they're completely different times. The fact that Because I Love You was so, like, modded and, like, 2020... I don't know when it was released. I think 2020 it gives such those vibes. And then this is, like, obviously historical fiction i'd say mythology so it's it just links in like the female empowerment perspective but obviously in the time frame doesn't really work but it just gives it just makes me smile because that works so well if you think about it if you've listened to the album and read the book of course and um, but yeah i'd recommend this book to anyone i love the fact that madeline miller she introduced it she introduces all the characters like it is like this like fantasy world she doesn't like you don't have to have any past knowledge or group mythology and she did the same with *Song of Achilles*. so you don't have to like know anything about group mythology before reading this book which makes it super accessible to other readers which i absolutely love so i would highly recommend this book and don't get put off if you haven't read any group mythology or haven't um you don't know anything about it um because it's definitely really accessible to any anyone, I guess. Next, um, I'm absolutely obsessed with this book currently. I um, got a tiny little bit left of this book, and it is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I don't think you guys understand my obsession with this book. This is definitely going to be my my new favourite book. If it isn't, I don't know, if there's something horrible that happens within, like, the last 50 pages, then I'll be extremely disappointed, but... I absolutely love this book. I can't see anything going wrong from now on. I don't want to jinx it. I am, um, obviously, it's about Evelyn and her seven husbands' historical fiction set in like the 1950s to 1970s. It goes over like a few years, but I'll read you the blurb so you guys understand what I'm talking about. Reclusive Hollywood icon Evelyn Hugo is finally ready to tell the truth about her glamorous and scandalous life. But when she chooses unknown magazine reporter Monique Grant to write her story, no one is more astounded than Monique herself. From making her way to Los Angeles in the 1950s to leaving, show biz- to leaving show business in the 80s and of course the seven husbands along the way, Evelyn unspools the tale of a tale of ruthless ambition, unexpected friendship, and a great forbidden love. But as Evelyn's story nears its conclusion, it becomes clear that her life intersects with Monique's own in tragic and irreversible ways. So I'm so intrigued to find out why. That's like the whole mystery that you go through oh, this whole book. Obviously, it's Evelyn telling the story of her seven husbands or Monique writing about it you can't really tell but it's basically just them sitting in a room and it's basically Evelyn talking about her seven husbands obviously it does have a kind of like a past present perspective so it's like has most of it's Evelyn talking about her husbands of course and then it well it's not actually the focus of husbands it's her life but you know and then it has like a few like chapters now and again when Monique and Evelyn are in reality like in the present moment um because I think Evelyn at this point is like late 70s and then Monique is like a 20 something reporter so that pushes back to like the modern day and then it goes back of course to um like the 50s or whatever time period is then it goes 50s to 80s so that's like her main life what she talks about but um yeah so I'll read you I already read the blood but I don't i saying but it goes on right from the start, it's like, obviously, she's an unknown magazine reporter, why would Evelyn Hugo, like, this super, super famous, like, Hollywood icon, so famous, um, choose this, like, unknown reporter, to write her life story, pretty much, and then we don't know that from, because right from the start, that is, like, the huge question, I love the fact that while Evelyn's telling her life story, it kind of looms over you, like, I think, if everyone says what well, everyone I've heard who's read the book says it is a huge plot twist no one's expecting it unpredictable I'm going to finish this book tonight and I will update you guys on my Instagram probably most likely all next episode you'll hear about it of course um about why what happens in this book well I won't actually tell you but I'll just tell you like what I thought about it because um I can't wait to find out I mean I'm kind of scared to find out because I, I feel like it will have my effects effect in my opinion on the book but i don't know i just can't wait and the fact that i can't wait to reread this book and i haven't even finished reading it for the first time just shows how good it is i'm gonna stop rambling on but for this book i'm saying i don't want to jinx it but i'd say this already gets five stars from me six stars actually six stars this already gets six stars from me even though i haven't finished but it does because it is amazing you know um also um in terms of audiobooks i um last time i talked i talked about how i finished listening to pride and prejudice um which i loved um i actually bought a physical copy yesterday i um i bought a physical copy which just because i needed it it's a nice classic to have in your bookshelf and because i really enjoyed listening to it and i feel like i would like to read it um like a physical form in the future so I bought it to have my bookshelf because I did really enjoy that book and plan on reading it again and perhaps annotating the hard copy in the future so um after I finished Pride and Prejudice on audio um, a few weeks back I started listening to Becoming by Michelle Obama on audio I'm about halfway through it's really long it's like 18 hours long track or 19 hours I'm I think I'm about nine and a half hours through. So, as I said, kind of halfway. Um, I listened to it a lot because we went, like, camping. And it was, like, four-hour drive. So, I listened to it on the drive. So, that kind of got through a lot of hours. But um, it's really good. I love hearing it. I never really knew a lot about, like, Michelle Barack Obama because, one, I'm not American, so I don't find the need. But I didn't really know a lot about them. But it's so fascinating. Um, I'm at the point now where... I think Barack is thinking about running for president in 2008 or something. I think it's 2008. Um but yeah, it's really really good. I love hearing about Michelle Obama's life. It's so interesting actually. It's really inspiring. And yeah, I can't wait to finish that and update you guys, but I would recommend it. Even though I haven't finished, but I think it's still really good. Um yeah, I would recommend it. And um in terms of the music, I really love a song from this guy I follow on TikTok. I saw the song on TikTok and she sings Backyard Boy, if, you pro- if you're if you on TikTok you probably heard that song, but she has a song out called Hotel, it's such good vibes, I absolutely love it, perfect summer song, it's by Claire Rosincrens, I don't know if that's how you say her name, but I absolutely love that song. Next, another song I love is Stay by K- The Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber, that song once again has such good vibes and it makes me want to just get up and dance. I love that song so much. And then lastly is an album by Anne Marie. It's her new album called Therapy. I listened to it for the first time yesterday and I absolutely obsessed with it. It has like every song you could wish for. It's got such a good meaning behind it as well. I love some of the meaning behind the songs. My favorites are, I love the one with Little Mix. I love the one with Rudimental as well. and oh I love Beautiful and Breathing oh my god those songs are absolutely amazing I love all of the songs on that album and I would highly recommend it like I've loved Anne-Marie since I was like a kid um I don't really know if she's famous in America because obviously she is British but I think she is um but if you haven't listened to her songs or haven't listened to her new album I would highly highly recommend um yeah she has lots of her old songs like 2002 um like all of the oldies not oldies but from when I was like primary school i love those songs they get, give me so much nostalgia whenever i listen to them so this new album is just so amazing as well i absolutely love it so yeah and it has such a positive message as i said which i always love And i love it when artists do that as well so now for kind of like my life update um well i'm recording this on wednesday the 4th of august um i pre-recorded the actual episode so i know what's coming up and i know what I talked about so I'm just recording the intro because I feel like it has to be more up to date and closer to the time this episode is like uploaded so I'm going to Greece on Friday which is so exciting I actually can't wait I haven't been back in like two years so that is really exciting I that's what hence the fact that pre recorded this episode and I like pre filmed loads of YouTube videos which I'm super excited for you guys to um watch because they are really great I filmed drawing an eye from that quite a few months ago because I had to do it with, like an art project But i filmed that um and edited and like scheduled it i also did a video with like my recent buys by the time it goes up it's not going to be so recent but it's okay it's got some really good it's like a haul of loads of random stuff basically it's mainly skincare books and um stationery which is also i filmed it the day after my birthday so it's kind of like also birthday stuff also stuff i bought myself which i love so those two videos i'm super excited about and the next episode, episode Thirteen, it's going to be after this one. It's going to be a summer reading wrap up. I think it's going to go up on the second of September, but don't quote me on that. The first episode in September, um, so yeah, on a, on a Thursday, obviously, because I upload on Thursdays. But it will be the first Thursday in September for, for sure. Um, so that's my summer reading wrap-up. Basically, I talk about every single book I read from June until the end of August. So that's going to be so exciting. I've got such great books so far this um, summer for the past few months. And I've got a whole month ahead of me. So hopefully more great reads. And I'm so excited for reading on the beach. I've literally missed that so much. I've got three books that I'm planning on bringing. Maybe four if I buy one tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see. But I've got... Um, Beech Read by Emily Henry, of course it's called Beech Read, so I have to read it, I haven't read it before uh, but I'm really looking forward because it sounds really good and I love the rom-com vibe but it's going to be really fun for summer. Um, then I also got you and, Me on Va- you and Me on Vacation also by Emily Henry, it was released like really recently, I feel like a couple of days ago um, but I bought it yesterday and I think it's the English version of People, The People We Meet on Vacation. So, um, I don't know why they changed name to You or Me and Vacation. They changed every single word apart from the word vacation, which is not a British word. So I'm kind of confused on that. And, um, but the cover's cute and I love the colours of the cover and the edition I got. I just got a paperback, but yeah. Then another book I'm bringing is The Great Garden by Meg Rosloff. I don't know what it's about. It's got beach vibes on the cover. I feel like it's going to be, it's YA, I'm pretty sure. I got it on the YA shelf. Um, but i feel like this can give some vibes to we were liars and i really want to buy Malibu rising by taylor jenkins reed because of how much i loved evelyn hugo so i'm thinking of buying that and maybe bringing it as well on holiday but it's a hardback because the paintback i don't think it's in stock where i am so i don't know i will let you know if i've read that book and if i did end up buying it but that was a really long rant about my intro but i feel like it's a life update and i haven't done a proper one in a while so yeah i hope you guys enjoy the video i mean the episode you can tell i'm a youtuber well um i hope you guys enjoy this episode i already know i absolutely love it because i recorded it um, a few weeks ago but i hope you guys enjoy and i will see you in the actual episode Hey Guys, um, I probably explained what this episode is all about in the intro as I am once again kind of like pre recording the main part of this episode and recording the intro later on, but just because the intro kind of has to be more up to date as I do like life updates, my current playlist, my books, etc. You know that you know the drill. Um, so I'm just kind of pre recording the main part of this episode, and the first segment I'm going to be talking about is what actually is screen time because I know obviously it's kind of obvious, but I kind of just want to get that straight before I get into talking about everything else, like some of my tips on why you should reduce screen time and how to actually um, reduce it and make a difference in your life. So those are the other two parts I'm gonna come out. But I feel like the first thing I need to get straight is what actually is screen time. So I got this um, online from wikipedia or something but it says screen time is the amount of time spent using a device with a screen such as a smartphone computer television or video game console the concept is under significant research with related concepts in digital media use and mental health so it is proven that um the amount of time you use um screens and your screen time is um correlates with mental health and lots of the issues that come with um using screens too much that do have an effect on your of health so basically screen time is just obviously the amount of time you spend on the screen and like the amount of blue light you get into your system and obviously screen time isn't just about the technical like how it can affect your eyes and your brain but it's also about like um like the content you take in on the screen like yes it's 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 very important also how you use your screen time because you could be having Five hours a day, but and you could be doing video games all day and just watching meaningless things and potentially harmful things on your screen. But you could also be spending five hours a day doing productive work, starting your business, or like doing anything that could be productive and help you with your future. So screen time can be very misleading. You could have the same amount of screen time as someone else, but using it completely differently and in a very effective and productive way so which makes sure all the time you do have on the screens is used productively obviously you should have some time to have fun and have time to yourself but primarily you should be using these this technology we have to your advantage and making it the best version of making yourself the best version of yourself that you can be through all of the technology you have i guess so that is the idea for this part Next, I'll be talking about why you should reduce your screen time and some of the benefits that have that come with having a um, lesser screen time, I guess. So, hey guys, next I'm going to be talking about why you should reduce your screen time. So, um, I've got like a list of like some of the effects it has and um, just some statistics and facts that I found out when I was doing some research and planning today's episode so on the on average in the u.s i just found this from a website in the u.s i obviously don't live in the u.s but i just found this because that's some of the data i found but it says on average in the u.s teens may be spending up to 9.5 hours of screen time a day whereas adults on average just over 10 and a half hours that is like literally hot like more the majority of the time you are awake in the day um that is Absolutely crazy. Imagine like I saw this video that I absolutely loved on YouTube. This is gonna be a bit of a ramble, but I feel like it's really a really good video. I saw it from the book Leo and um Jack Edwards. They're both like booktubers that I like follow and watch their videos. And they did a video, it was like um swapping my screen my daily screen time I spent on my phone or my screen time full time with reading books. And they spent like five hours or seven hours like reading books a day. And I felt like that was put so much into perspective of how much free time you have if you weren't mindlessly scrolling constantly on your phone or watching random tv shows playing video games you know if you took that into perspective you could be have so much time to be working on something so meaningful or like reading a book that's what I'm I'm trying to reduce my screen time and trying to read more and I feel like it's have such a positive effect on your life obviously you don't have to do it all of a sudden you need to kind of gradually like get used to it and get into a better routine I guess but that just that was that those videos were so fun to watch, obviously, and it just shows how productive it you can make yourself if you just um, set like some limits to yourself or like just put it into perspective and have some discipline about how much time you would like to be spending on your screen and how much free time you can have if you don't spend that much time, I guess. So I got loads of information on why you should reduce screen time from an art from a few articles um and other sources of research which i will link below some of those websites and articles that i got um some of the statistics and just like inspiration for this episode and the stuff i'm going to be talking about i will have them linked down below because i feel like they were really helpful and they did talk about a lot of stuff more in depth um as well so i feel like there are so many articles and blog posts on this topic and this is very current and it's a very like relatable issue that loads of people struggle with it's like something that most people like will have going through and that lots of people could be trying to reduce their screen time hence the fact that I made today's episode because I feel like it can help a lot of people out so um now I'm basically explaining you on why you should reduce your screen time so screen time is shown to reduce productivity um and also comes with stress created by the lack of productivity because if you're on your phone all the time and then when you're supposed to be studying for an exam you have like the next day you're going to feel guilty and um with the time you spent on your screen when you could have been studying and therefore you will create more stress from like wasting time so it's so hit stress therefore the stress created by lack of productivity is something that also comes with um screen time increased distractions issues with attention and focus less time for physical activity if you're spending 10 hours of your day on a screen then you have less time for physical activity which also obviously results in a decline in physical health worsened eyesight of course higher chances of developing depression or anxiety encouraging people especially teens and young adults to interact with people online as opposed to in real life limiting proper relationships developing so of course you can have relationships online you can meet some amazing people through social media and instagram but of course you do also need to prioritize making relationships. um developing proper relationships in real life because you can't have a proper relationship with someone if, if it's like only through a screen i mean obviously you can and there are loads of amazing friendships that have come from social media but i feel like you also need to remember that we are in real the real, real world you do also need to make proper connections with people off the screen um so also moving on poor sleep, quality, poor posture, lack of awareness and the list goes on. I've only listed a few of the things that um, is an effect of screen time. So um, there, obviously there are so many more but that's just a few of the things that I've listed. Um, So now that I've hopefully persuaded you that you do need to change and you do need to lessen your screen time, obviously not everyone needs to, lots lots of people are very good at it. But um, if that is you and you feel like you've been persuaded that you do need to lessen your screen time listen on because next I'm going to be talking about how to reduce your screen time So, hey guys lastly i'm going to be talking about how you can actually um take into account all the things i've said and actually um take a step to help you reduce your screen time so these are some of the tips that i've used some of the tips that i'm planning to use in the future because obviously my screen time is still not perfect i have currently about three hours a day two hours a day i'm trying to reduce it still but Um that's only on my phone because I can't really track it on my laptop. I'm not really sure how to do that yet. So my laptop isn't as harmful and as mindless, like social media scrolling as my phone is, obviously. But um, like I said, not all of those hours are unproductive. They are actually usually quite okay, I guess. Sometimes I go on Instagram to post an Instagram story about something I'm doing and then forget and, and scrolling. Obviously, that happens to lots of people, so I'm not too fast, but I'm going to be taking into account a few of these tips if I haven't already used them. So, now going into some of the tips I have. So, the first one I have is to monitor screen time frequently and see which apps are taking up most of your time. So, um, for me, it's usually Instagram or TikTok. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. Apart from, like, I used to have loads of games. Like, I I download a game for, like, a week and then I get so addicted during that week And then um, I have to end up deleting it because I just get so, so addicted. So I just try not to stay away from those like games on my phone because I always fall into that trap. And I end up deleting it because I just get so addicted and waste so much time. But, you know, that's besides the point. So um, usually I will set limits for certain apps. So I have like a 30-minute limit on Instagram. But then I, I could always ignore that limit for like 15 minutes and go to post or like upload an instagram story or something like that so i can ignore that limit if i want to go through it later in the day if i've already used up my time but that's okay and then i also have like 15 minutes for tiktok because usually tiktok is just scrolling i don't usually post on tiktok that much it's usually just scrolling to be honest so i have that time during the day just to go on tiktok because i find it really fun and i usually take a lot of stuff out of it to be honest like i find loads of help helpful like health and fitness information obviously book recommendations, loads of fun tips on TikTok, so it's not all bad. It's actually pretty good, honestly. And also, as I said, you can delete apps if you're so, so addicted, and they're not making any positive impact on your life, Um, like those random games I've just been playing. So I tried to delete them because I don't need them. They're not making any positive impact on my life, so I just end up deleting them. Um, Next, um, on an iPhone, um, you can put downtime on your phone and turn off your phone about an hour before sleeping so um the downtime feature you select hours you wouldn't you would like your phone to kind of be like locked down and only have apps that you like essential apps like I have like um phone messages FaceTime like unlocked and like Spotify and stuff that I'll be using like in case of an emergency or during like my downtime hours I'll be using Spotify or like um my audiobooks app like stuff I'll be using after like technically not screen time like I'd be listening to music or audiobook or podcast or whatever um so I have those apps like always allowed apps that you can set on an iPhone I'm not sure about Android but obviously they probably have some sort of screen time feature that you can use um so yeah I have downtime about an hour before I go to sleep because I don't really need to use my phone um I'll use it to be reading bullet journal shower eating dinner you know whatever I don't really need to use my phone most of the time Apart from like music and stuff. Next, similar to the first tip, is to use monitoring or blocking apps on your phone. I used um when I was st- when I was like studying before my exams and whenever I just want to concentrate, or if I'm reading or whatever, I have this app called Forest. I think I've talked about it before in my studying episode. It is so so good. It is um basically you grow a tree. You've probably heard of it before, but you grow a tree for a certain amount of time. Um, and then if you got leave the app on your phone um then it will you will die and you'll lose like the points or you have like a dead tree um so basically you try to um make the tree grow so you don't go on your phone for a certain amount of time which i find really helpful especially when i'm studying it really helps i use the pomodoro method which is 25 minutes of studying and five minutes break and um, four times repeat and then you have a longer break so i use that when it's when i'm studying it's so so helpful um, and even if I'm just trying to concentrate whether I'm planning a YouTube video, planning a podcast episode or trying to, I don't know, do anything that requires my concentration, um, like reading or studying, obviously, I will just use the app for a certain amount of time and then I will not go on my phone, which I find is find so helpful. I also have a Chrome extension on my laptop so I don't start watching random YouTube videos or go down like the wormhole of Pinterest on my laptop. So I also have it on my laptop where I can block certain sites um because i obviously need some like websites to help me with studying and um like spotify and stuff i'll need but um i have it on my laptop where i can block or um allow certain um websites um on my laptop which i find really helpful as well um so next, which is kind of similar, um, is when you need to be productive, use Forest like the app or any other blocking or monitoring app you have, or just put your phone in another room, put it on the other side of the room, leave your phone downstairs if you're working upstairs or vice versa. I feel like just keep your phone away from you if you're not using some sort of other app or if you don't need to use your phone when you're being productive. Next is, which is so, so helpful has helped me so much, switch off notifications for apps that you don't need notifications from. For example the only apps i have notifications from are messages phone whatsapp and that is pretty much it i literally only have them for like communication apps that i will need like in case of an emergency like for instagram tiktok any other social media app i don't have notifications on or any games or any other app i find it so so annoying and it persuades me to go on my phone even more than i need to when it's most likely completely unnecessary so just turn the notifications off if you don't need them i find it so really free- so so helpful Um, it just changed my life so much that sounds that sounds really extreme but it actually has helped me so much next is to um when you're studying or when you want to concentrate or when you want to be productive or even like go to bed take advantage of the do not disturb features there's probably something like similar on android but on an iphone it is just do not disturb with the like moon icon um i just use it all the time when i want to whether it's take a nap or actually like go to bed or um if i just don't want to go on my phone or not be disturbed as i'm working then i'll just put the do not disturb feature on and I'm, my messages and phone calls will just like not come i guess <laughs> um so yeah that's all of the tips i have for you today that is it for this episode i'll explain more in the outro but yeah Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, of course, be sure to share with your friends and follow and support this podcast in any way you can. Um, let me know if you would like to see any more other episodes like this um, or um, any requests for other episodes you'd like to see. I'm pretty sure next episode is going to be talking about my um the books I've read in summer which I'm really excited to talk to you about basically my summer reading wrap-up which I'm so excited to share with you guys because I've read some amazing books so far this summer I'm only recording this like um start of August so I've got a whole another month of reading to come but um I'm so excited for that episode so let me know what books you would like me to read and what other episodes you'd like to see and um, without further ado I'll see you guys next time thank you so much for listening and bye